Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of DC media. Good evening, my dear listeners from all over the world. Tonight, my guest is filmmaker Bashy Rose, founder of Nomo Theater Film. Bashy was raised in West Baltimore, and his works have been produced in numerous venues and is often community-based. Now, back in 2007, he began facilitating a prison theater program called Direct Responses Alleviate misdirected aggression, uh, otherwise known as drama. And that program was uh, at the Maryland Correctional Training Center in Hagerstown, Maryland. And in 2012, he was awarded an Open Society Institute Fellowship to expand uh, that program called Drama. Now, Bassey is a 21st century griot who works with a cultural program, Dancing Many Drums, that uses uh, the arts to study and explore the African diaspora. And in fact, uh, through that program, uh, uh, lots of young people have traveled to places like Jamaica, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, Cuba, London, and Paris, among many other places. So I see uh, Mr. Rose is on the line. Let me go ahead and bring him on the air. Good evening. How you doing? Oh, all right, man. All right. Thanks for joining me. Yes. Thank, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Fantastic. Fantastic. So let's talk about your uh, your film, Immortality. Tell, tell the fans out there about that one. Okay. Sure. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a short film. Um, and basically uh, the premise is, um, so a woman's spirit um, from the future um, comes to this uh, dimension to assist uh, revolutionaries who are already uh, carrying out their work, but to assist them in completing their work um, in destroying and dismantling white supremacy and, uh, you know, establishing um, uh, a situation where people of African descent are living freely and independently. All right, I, I know you had the uh, uh, screening there at uh, BMA, uh, Baltimore Museum of Art. Uh, what are some other places you're planning to screen it? Um, well, right now um, we don't have any specific um, uh, venues set up right now. We're actually working on – the goal is for us to expand the film and the music into a, a full um, interactive uh, installation piece. So that's what we're working on now. That, that's awesome. <laughs> you got some little action going on in the background there. Yeah. All right. So talk about your around. casting. Yeah. Talk about your casting. Yeah. How'd uh-huh. you cast it? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, very organic process. We cast it, uh, folk that we know, that we work with uh, in the community. And by the way, I need to mention that uh, the film was conceptualized by uh, my partner, Michelle uh, Rodwell, who um, she conceptualized the film, and she also did all the uh, styling and the uh, set design for the film, and she nice. also helped compose uh, the music. But, um, yeah, basically our friends uh, and associates um, in the community, um, that's how we casted it, you know? <laughs> That's that's the way we like um, creating a film. We totally go against the, the Hollywood uh, model of uh, wasting resources. We um, use the resources and talent uh, that we have. That's the kind of model that we we use. Yeah, man, you got to start where you are. You definitely got to start and use the resources you got. Yep. yep. Yeah. And then, okay. And then also, and then also huh? you know, we we work with like like-minded people who are on a on a similar frequency. You know what I'm saying? Um, folk will also have the the mindset that uh, things need to change drastically. You know what I'm saying? So in that black radical tradition. Yeah. So let's talk about um, how you made the the migration from poetry to theater to film. Oh yeah. So yeah, I started out. Uh, my first craft was uh, was theater, um, and. My mentor, Mitchell Ferguson, um, uh, Baltimore-based actor, writer, and uh, poet, mentored me and um, primarily uh, used materials and ideas from the black arts movement. That's my strongest influence uh, for my craft. And so when you study the black arts movement, you know what I'm saying, you come across all kinds of folk, folk who practice poetry, music, theater, you know, they all were uh, visual arts, film, they were all connected. And so I always uh, associated, um, you know, black art with uh, social justice um, and revolutionary change. And so um, for me, it was um, having respect for those who did it before me. I, 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 took a, I took upon the test to master that one craft, and then they basically spilled into one another because, I mean, poetry and theater are related, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of my plays that I did, a lot of the, the language and dialogue was uh, poetic. You know, a lot of my favorite yeah. playwrights, Baraka, August Wilson, a lot of the dialogue is poetic. So it's basically linked. And then with cinema, um, Mitchell had used a lot of cinema to train me in acting and acting uh, theory, you know what I'm saying, whether it was um, – um, cinema from the African diaspora by um, Usman Sembain, or whether it was from French New Wave, third cinema, <clears throat> revolutionary cinema. So it was always um, part of my aesthetic. But what happened was the technology of filmmaking <laughs> got to the point where you were able to use a DSLR, DSLR camera and, they were, and you were able to edit film, you know, using um, software that you just had to take time out to learn. So when, the, when those practical things um, became available, I was like, okay, I'll extend my aesthetic into uh, into film. Nice, nice. Yeah, I know you rattled off some names, August Wilson. What are some other artists that have inspired you? Endosaki um, uh, Shange, uh, John Coltrane, Albert Isler, Sun Ra. I can just go on for days. Um, <laughs> it's just so it's yeah. just so many. I mean. Um, I, I, I mean, being of African descent is so fascinating because, I mean, you have our ancient history, which you can spend a lifetime studying, and then you have uh-huh. 
and then you have our history just on the Western Hemisphere. You know what I'm saying? Post yeah. post the uh, Atlantic slave trade that would, would take you a lifetime to uh, to study. Mm. So you have uh, many many influences, um, and then you know what I'm saying of um, being an African man, I acknowledge you know my, my uh, spirit world. So <clears throat> I have the constant influence of my of my ancestors as well. <clears throat> All those yeah, there combined. you go. Yep. Now, in your opinion, what's the role of art? Uh, it's, it's multifaceted. Um, um, the role of art, you know, um, is what it's always been. It's um, for for human beings definitely to be able to um, articulate um, what's what they uh, experience subconsciously, uh, subconsciously, and a way to uh, materialize, um, in a sense, um, you know, the spirit world. But as far as um, people of African descent. Um, in the Western world, I see art also as a tool for dismantling and challenging uh, white supremacy, while at the same time maintaining uh, our, our humanity and developing our, our collective uh, genius and creativity. All right. All right. So, um, now you said you talked a little bit earlier about, uh, you know, the ease of filmmaking these days. How did you learn the craft of filmmaking? Uh, so, so uh, yeah, like I said, my, my mentor used a lot of uh, cinema to um, to train me um, um, when he was t- teaching me theater. So, because uh, I would, you know, read um, about different um, theater uh, techniques, what, whether it was like Stanislavski or reading about Ira Aldridge and, and, and how he interpreted, um, even though Shakespeare is my thing, but reading about how Ira Aldridge um, um in the 1800s interpreted Shakespeare and um, all those types of things. This, the, the cinema, he used the cinema as a tool for me to actually actually see some of these um, acting techniques uh, in practice. And so um, it was just natural for me um, to, to gravitate towards it. And then the uh-huh. power of cinema, you know, saying the, the imagery on the power that it has on the, uh, on, on the uh, human uh, consciousness. And so I feel like it's a practical tool for us to use because our enemies surely use it, um, you know, to brainwash us and to, you know, keep us um, in sync and in line, you know what I'm saying, with white supremacy and capitalism. So I feel like it's definitely uh, be used as a tool, as a weapon, the same way our revolutionary writers have used the pen as a tool, you know, as a sword, you know what I'm saying, as a weapon. Yeah, so talk about how you established the drama program. Oh, yeah, so I was uh, in college at the time um, in a program at uh, the University of Baltimore. I have a program called uh, Community Studies and Civic Engagement. And it builds a lot in the nonprofit world. And for the most part, I was dismayed with it. I was like, man, this is this is some – I don't want to curse on your show, but it was some bull <laughs> and um, – <clears throat> Because I just felt like it was these nonprofit organizations were basically just exploiting and poverty pimping, you know, um, my people in a, who were living in an oppressed uh, situation. But while I was experiencing that, I, I was um, blessed to meet a woman by the name of Dominique Stevenson, who was doing a lot of work in the Maryland prison uh, system. And she was working with a gentleman by the name of uh, Marshall Eddie Conway, who's a former Black Panther. So this is back in uh, 2007. 
And so she asked me if I would like to come in and, and volunteer at um, a prison um, in Maryland, uh, Maryland Correctional Training Center. And when she asked me, I said, hell yeah, because um, several of my peers, you know what I'm saying, had gotten locked up um, when I was growing up and had did bids out there. And I remember them telling me how racist it was. So an opportunity for me to go in, you know what I'm saying, as a quote-unquote free brother, um, I was like, yeah, and then, you know, and build with my brothers in there. I jumped on the opportunity. So I went in. And so they had a mentoring program already set up called Friend of a Friend. And Friend of a Friend is the code that was used during the Underground Railroad to decipher right. who um, uh, was helping the um, uh, enslaved Africans uh, get to freedom. And so, and in the Friend of a Friend program, um, Eddie, um, who had by that time already been uh, incarcerated for almost four decades, the whole time was mentoring. And, and so he had older brothers mentoring the younger brothers. Uh, teaching them life skills, history, politics, what have you, all circled up multiple generations, different political, religious persuasions, mentoring them with the intent of them going back into the community doing positive things and not, and not um, getting caught up in recidiv- recidivism and coming back in. And so I sat in with them, and then the brothers expressed an interest in theater. And then I told them, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a child of Baraka and the, and the Black Arts Movement, what have you, what have you. And then they were like, okay. And so the brothers, um, they did the administrative work on the inside. I did what I had to do on the outside, and we started um, a theater program. And they came up with the name DRAMA, which is an acronym for the direct responses alleviate misdirected aggression. And so from that point, you know, I started, um, we started doing theater exercises, games, improv, reading, having discussions. And the first play we did was um, Fences by August Wilson. And uh, the interesting thing is that the – so in the, in the mentoring program, um, they tended to, to recruit um, the leadership within the prison. So you had a lot of strong personalities. So the, strong, mm-hmm. the, the two strongest personalities in the theater group well, was the oldest brother in the group and the youngest, real strong leaders. And sometimes <laughs> they clashed, right? So yeah. the oldest brother ended up being casted as Troy, and the younger brother ended up being casted as his son. And as we started getting into the dramaturgy and really getting into the language and the text and the brothers who, uh, who, are, who, who are from that era, you know what I'm saying, who actually remember the Negro Leagues and things of, things of this nature and what brothers had to go through during that time, were able to uh, translate that for the younger, younger brothers. And then the younger brothers were able to articulate their perspective from Corey's perspective, right? And so those walls yeah. started breaking down, and that's the power of art and theater. So um, within this, um, you know, um, uh, extension of slavery, they were able to create their own uh, free space, you know what I'm saying, um, yeah. with, 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 with the theater program. And it went on for years, um, and, um, and we continue to do it um, even amongst protests from um, um, some of the prison officials and sometimes, unfortunately, mm-hmm. against um, people that look like you and I who are Uncle Tom's, um, <clears throat> saying that, um, complaining that uh, the, the plays were too political, could we do something funny, blah, blah, blah. But I never allowed them to be censored. Um, I stood up to whoever I had to stand up to, the warden or whoever, and made sure that the brothers expressed themselves. So, yeah, and so anyway, that's how that came about. <clears throat> and now, it's so funny that you mentioned that, that same older brother, who um who who played Troy, who helped start the program, he got out several years ago and yesterday I just attended his wedding. <laughs> oh wow, that's a great story, man. That's yeah. just inspiring. Yeah. That sounds like a movie. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I mean man. that's that's just one of, one of the things I learned from the Black Arts Movement. It took art to the people. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't like this bourgeois thing. You just pay us eighty dollars to go see a play. You know what I'm saying? And blah blah. No, you bring it to the to, to the people. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So talk about how kids can get involved in uh, dancing mini drums. So um, so I uh, formed that with um. Serena, Serena Christmas. Um, so the original name was Dance Money Jones. Now it's called uh, New New Generation uh, Scholars. If you go to the uh, website uh, news360.org, mm-hmm. um, you'll see you can get more information about uh, uh, New Generation Scholars, and um, yeah, and that's a arts uh, program um, that focuses on uh, studying and travel traveling abroad throughout the African diaspora and studying the history of resistance throughout the um, diaspora. And uh, the program is taking children to uh, Jamaica, to uh, Costa Rica, to, um, um, to uh, Paris, London, wherever people, people of African descent are. I'm sure there's some other countries I'm, I'm um, forgetting now, but they've been to numerous places. And what they do is they do intensive uh, research on where they're going, uh, they make connections with um, folk in the communities um, where that they go to, um, and then when they come back, um, they choose a discipline of their choice, whether it be film, dance, um, poetry, unseen, visual art, whatever, um, and they form a collective uh, performance piece uh, using those dif- different disciplines based on their research and experience, and and give that back to the community um, that way. And so we, and that started at the same time um, the drama started in uh, 2007. So um, it was, you know, beautiful and fascinating being able to work with um, children who are now uh, adults in college, and you know, challenging the professors, and you know, and and you know, and seeing how um, when we expose our children and give them a international context, how it broadens their perspectives and helps them to avoid you know, the pitfalls of um, the, the, the white supremacy is set up for us in, in these urban environments. Yeah, that's that's inspiring, man. So talk about, um, I know you do some work for uh, uh, the Real News Network. So talk about how you got involved mm-hmm. with them. So that's another interesting story. So <clears throat> Eddie Conway that I mentioned before, the former Black Panther, uh, he got out. Uh, several years ago, and when he got out, he ended up um, get um, becoming a producer at the Real News Network because some activists uh, here in Baltimore, uh, leaders of a beautiful struggle, had brought him down there because they they have an office space in the building, and um, so he ended up becoming a producer down there. So then he ends up calling me. <laughs> Uh, asking me if I wanted a job. So it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, uh, I met him when he was incarcerated. He gets out, and, and he ended up getting me a position at uh, the Real News Network as a media officer. And, yeah, that's how I ended up down there. I'm no longer there now, but, yeah, but that's how I got there. Nice, nice. You had another little film, uh, Baltimore Girls, and I, I took a look at it. I noticed it was silent. So, Talk about some of the artistic choices you made in that film. 
Okay, yeah, so um, there's a, a really dope uh, performance artist, Afrofuturist here in Baltimore, uh, named uh, Safi. And so Safi um, hired me to uh, uh, do the cinematography and editing um, for this concept she had, uh, uh, I, um, movement slash uh, concept called uh, Baltimore Girls. And so I... Um, my approach to filmmaking is always very organic and fe- and feeding off the energy of um who I'm working with um especially spiritual energy um as well as well as where they are intellectually and uh artistically and so I just followed her doing what she did doing makeup um there's some um places um in Baltimore so really beautiful um as far as nature wise where there's water and that that considered sacred. And so there's one place on uh, Lake Roland. Um, we went there, shot there. She um, she styled um, the women that she works with who were part of Baltimore Girls. And then um, just shot the footage. And then as I edited, um, it, the, the, the ideas just revealed themselves. You know, the, 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 the structure of it just was self-revealing. And um, that's, that's how that came about, um, basically, for the Baltimore Girls uh, project. And she's worked with another filmmaker now, and they did it. She um, produced another film um, based on uh, Baltimore Girls, and I, th- I think it's being, uh-huh. received, it's being received well. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matthew, we're just about at the end here. So talk about um, your advice for, uh, you know, young young folks just starting out that want to get into filmmaking and theater, and then just tell us how we can find more of your work. Sure. Yeah, my advice is to definitely read, 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 read as much as, as you can. Especially, um, you know, if you're going into theater, you're going into film, you know, if you go, I, I definitely suggest, you know, go to school. But definitely, um, you know, education is a is a lifelong thing. And self, so a lot of it is self-learning. So it's important as you as a, as a, a person of African descent, you know, to study whatever if it's film theater, to study as much as you can about folk that look like you who did it. So study the Black Arts Movement. Study theater from, study theater from the diaspora. Study film from the diaspora. Um, you know, um, Usman Sembain, considered the father of African uh, cinema. Um, I'm catching the brain fart now, but um, there's a Cuban filmmaker. There's a sister um, who kind of spearheaded um, um uh, filmmaking in uh in Cuba, so this, so just make sure you're exposed to all of that to um to that and the um something that's 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 a running theme in in, in good um black theater film art period is that uh, um part uh resistance you know what I'm saying it's not just art for art's sake you know what I'm saying you're using art as a tool to change the material conditions of your you know of, of yourself and your people so the we just need a lot more artists with that mindset, you know what I'm saying? The anti-capitalist uh, uh, mindset, the anti-Hollywood, anti-quick-fix uh, uh, mindset. We need more depth and layers. Um, and now if you want to um, check me out, um, uh, our group uh, collective is called The Conjure Collective, K-O-N-J-U-R Collective. Um, we're, we're on, a, on a, I'm sorry, Conjure underscore collective on uh, Instagram. And Conjure uh-huh. Collective on our, uh, YouTube. Um, we have a few. We have a. We don't have a whole slew of posts yet, but the posts that we have are quality. The quality posts, and we're going to keep adding every day. But it'll give you an idea of what we do. 
Um, you can reach me at uh, Bashi Rose, B-A-S-H-I Rose at gmail, uh, dot com. Um, uh, you can Google my name and a lot of my work uh, uh, will come up. If you want to reach out, feel free to um, hit me up. Nice, nice. Well, uh, Massey, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think I learned a lot tonight. Oh, and, and, and thank you. I really appreciate uh, what you're doing, brother. You know, keep doing this, keep giving um, folk a voice and opportunity to get their ideas and spirit out to the people, man. <clears throat> yep, that's what it's all about. That's why I'm here. Okay, man, you have yeah, a great sir. night. Uh, you too. Take care now. All right, folks, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Good night. Under the dark, you pacify me. Hold my breath. Take me down, I won't fight. Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my dance Makes the sound no one can find I never met anyone like you I wasn't living before you came Now I'm seeing myself in you Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.